Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop, episode 10. I'm your host, Chris Platty, and here today to do, review a Snoop Dogg album, his newest album, Kool-Aid, is Mac Wilson, guest from before. Mac, how you doing? I'm doing good, Chris. How you doing today? Doing good, doing good. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, Mac was on my 90s group podcast, the Top 5 90s group. Mm-hmm. We did that. That was actually one of the highest rated podcasts I've ever done. You know it's it. still. It's still in like the top seven, and I've really? dropped like forty. Yeah, so, Damn. so I mean that's pretty good. I mean that's top. Uh, what can I say? People want to hear my voice, Chris. <laughs> People do want to hear your voice, and for those of you that don't know, uh, lots changed since the last podcast. You are actually now my boss. Yeah, yeah, that's well, I mean, kind of, technically, <laughs> kind of. Like I, I have the power to be your boss, but not not as much directly your yeah. boss. So, <laughs> but you still don't have my respect as a boss. Yeah, well, so damn right I do. <laughs> <laughs> I better. All right, so yeah, uh, let's get into it, guys. We are, like I said, we are doing Kool-Aid, Snoop's newest album. Now, this was an album that I feel like, even though it was announced and promoted, I feel like it it flew under the radar because it just popped up. Yeah, I I feel like he didn't really try to get it out there as much as... No, I feel like he really didn't care that much either. He was just kind of like, here's some new stuff, have fun type of thing. And that's what I kind of feel like without the whole album. I'm just kind of like, oh, you know, he just... He just put out an album. Like, yeah, like, that's such a Snoop thing to do, you know? Yeah, okay, so let's get into it. So if if you don't know who Snoop Dogg is, turn off the podcast oh, right now. Leave. Leave. Go away. Don't even listen to Chris ever again. Jeez. No, actually, actually give Wait, me the listen. No, I, yeah, for... <laughs> I, I need fans. Right? <laughs> Write a review. Leave a comment. Five stars, please. Five stars. Preferably subscribe. Um, but no, uh, Snoop Dogg is the Long Beach rapper, and he... He is releasing his 14th studio album. This is his 14th studio 14, album. 14, that's insane. 14 deep in the game since '97. Wow. Man. And uh, this was uh, this album was executive produced actually by Snoop. And a fun fact: now, for those of you that follow Snoop closely, you know that in the late 2000s he admitted to like having ghostwriters on some parts uh, on some of his newer projects. And you know that's fine because at that point he was so established and. He was frankly so damn old at that yeah, point. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we kind of saw it coming. Yeah, so, um, but no, on this one, he actually got back in the booth, and all the pen game is from him. So mm-hmm. no ghostwriting, which made me really happy, because Round I think li- lyrically, this is some of his best work, oh, yeah. honestly. Like, like uh, he t- he kind of took it to another level. So, Mac, before I get into my thoughts, go ahead and uh, go ahead and give me your thoughts on the album. Well, uh, you know, we were talking about it before, and... Uh, I, I kind of read some of your notes, and you said you didn't really like as much that he didn't have some of the features on there that you wanted. And I kind of mentioned that, um, you know, overall it was a great album, but could he have used a more more advanced features on it? Yeah, but where he sat upon it, he he did a very good job for his features on it, I believe. But moreover than that. The production, the lyrics, and really just the flow of the album get you in just like a happy but also like a kind of excited mood. And 
and I really like that about Snoop Dogg is he always kind of he kind of like calms it down at the right second. Mm-hmm. Is he throws in that song that's just kind of like throws you off for a second? You're like, wait a minute, like what am I listening to here? And then he hypes you right back up again. And just the beginning of this album too is just a crazy, crazy intro. And I was like, wow, like this is Snoop Dogg, you know? You know, it starts off with uh, Legend and just the intensity and the just it's so hype. The and beat is so grimy. Yes, yeah. yes, and his lyrics just strike you right in the face, and you're just kind of like, "Wow, like this is not Snoop Dogg." Like yeah. I hate to say, it, but it, it's just not who you picture when you like think of Snoop Dogg. And for that to happen, I was like, "Okay, now I definitely have to take the time to listen to this whole album." And as you go down in the list, I mean, it, just the the titles of the songs in general: "Legend," Ten Toes Down." amazing beats amazing lyrics don't stop and like i said earlier some of the features on it um for don't stop he has too short and a lot of people me at first i didn't know who too short was Mm -hmm. and then i looked into him a little more and started to like him more and more but when you when you really think about it you kind of think that he's almost making this as like a hey like i can still keep up and these guys can join me and, like, I can get them out there and keep them up with me, and I can keep up with them type of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah. then he moves on to a super crip, and, it, you know, him being a crip, he sticks to his, you know, G-code of whatever he yeah. wants to say or do, he can say or do, and you can't do or say anything back to him. It's still the 187 if you bitches want to trip. Yeah, That's part for of the real. Hook. Yeah, and so... He, he always somehow gets connected back with the Crips. Like, he has to, and I love it because he always... In every album. Yeah, and he's got the C on the cover, yes, too. Yes, yeah. You pointed that's, that out. Yeah, right. Super Crip. If you look at the album cover, that's an oh, amazing Snoop Dogg album cover. <laughs> he's always got the cartoons of the Snoop Dogg. And this one, if you look in the, what is it, upper right hand? Yeah, yeah. upper right hand corner, the flying C for, like, when they call it in Super Crip. That's dope. That's an awesome connection he's got there. And then next is Kool-Aid Man. I don't really have much to say about Kool-Aid Man. I mean, it kind of connects with the album as a yeah. whole. It's kind of like, hey, like this is what I'm talking about here. And it kind of gives a re- meaning behind the title. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. exactly. And then uh, Point Scene, Money Gone, featuring Jeremiah, who you and me were just talking about. We, did, we forgot he was even alive, even you know, <laughs> right. a performer in able to put music out with other people but he did a damn good job yeah it was a damn good song yeah um you know he's always got Wiz Khalifa that jeez I don't think until the day that Snoop Dogg or Wiz Khalifa dies they will always be on each other's albums hands down they are the greatest like for shouting each other out and I feel like they're kind of in like a war for (laughs) feature battles they're like shouting each other out because anytime you even, like, hear of Snoop Dogg, it's like, oh, yeah, my little nephew, Wiz Khalifa, always keeping it up. And it's like, he will do anything for that guy. Right. And that's awesome. Yeah, that that's great. I mean, that's you talked about the OGs being on the album, like, Too Short and uh, Jeremiah and all these guys who are established. But, like, Wiz Khalifa's really 
the only guy that's like still in like the current generation that he yeah. has as a feature really yeah. like the rest of these people are are like true ogs like yeah. too short was in like the 80s and 90s like in the bay like, and that's what i mean you know like i mean? I, I didn't even hear of him yeah. until this and then i went and looked him up and that's what i mean by he's like he's kind of like saying hey don't forget about me or these guys or my era yeah, yeah exactly and um, you and me, we kind of had like a, a little debate before over at work about my cars, and I really liked it, but you didn't. And yeah, I'll say that for my thoughts. I mean, I just like the beat of it, to be honest. I know the the, the beat hook is, cool. is he's he's got the hook in there way too long. Yeah, way too many times. That always throws you off, but the beat just draws me in, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I can deal with the hook because the beat's pretty cool. But um, and then he goes on affiliated. You know, it's a feature of uh, Trick Trick. No idea who that was. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. A lot of the features on here, I was just kind of like scratching Trick, my Trick. head. That's but, the god. That's the Godfather of Detroit rap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, he's he's the OG. He's, and that's what I mean. Like Snoop Dogg is just bringing in all these guys, and he's like, "Dude, don't forget about us old people, and we can right. still throw down." But affiliated, he comes out strong. Um, yeah, affiliated is good. And, you know, like all of his songs, well, just about all of his songs, he starts off with, like, a kind of a scenario type of thing, and then um, it turns into his song. And overall, like, I really do appreciate the song. It's saying, like, he is affiliated with ev- like everything from the streets to the rap game to friends and family. But I was telling you just a second ago, favorite song off the album lighted up featuring swiss beats the beat the lyrics the production just everything about it stands out to me it's just like this is great this is awesome like keep listening to the song it's kind of like the song to me kind of saying don't forget about us like like i've been saying the whole album Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like a hey like we're still here notice us don't forget about us but lighted up's just kind of like to me like hey you light us up because we light you up. Right. And so, like, they always, in interviews with Kendrick or whoever it may be, they're always shouting out the old guys. Yeah. Kendrick, and he will shout out NWA, Dr. Dre, until, yeah. you know, the last interview he ever gives. And just the respect that goes behind some of the things mm-hmm. that Snoop Dogg has done is immense, and that's why I really do like Light It Up. And then uh, we go down to Kush Ups, featuring again Wiz Khalifa, you know, Snoop Dogg's always got to have one song in his album directed specifically towards marijuana. He loves it. And it's got to be with Wiz now, oh, too. Oh, it has I, to be. It I has think, to be. I think now that's what you can expect is literally oh, yeah. on their albums, each of them have, have either Snoop on Wiz's talking about weed or Wiz on Snoop's talking about weed. It goes either way. Yeah. And it's I was interchangeable. Telling you, oh, yeah. I was telling you, uh, Kush Ups came out on my birthday, and that's actually how I, like, start, like, that's how I got originated with Kool-Aid. I was like, why would Snoop Dogg, like, ever just put out a single? Yeah. Like, this is weird. And then, like, I, it might have been, like, a month or two later, he releases his album, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that makes way more sense right. than just a single. But going back to he has all these OGs, he threw E-40 on here. Yeah. Like, E-40... You rarely hear this guy ever anymore. Yeah, you you he, you're starting to hear him a little bit more though, because he was on he was on Blank Face, he yeah. was on uh, Big Sean's I Don't Fuck with You. Like, yeah, so true. like he's kind of like that one. Uh, he's kind of like we talked about this on the last pod actually with uh 
with Chris and Kayla when we were doing all the 2016 recap. Uh, we said that E40's kind of like really popped off ever since like G-Eazy brought him back on. Mm-hmm. And he's like an OG from the Bay. And G-Eazy, as you know, is an upcoming star in the Bay. So uh, G-Eazy brought him on in his debut. And like ever since then, he's been kind of making uh, making a comeback of some sorts and like being on a bunch of like relevant records. Uh, I'm not a fan of him, but go on anyways. Oh uh, man, I love E-40. He, he has the voice of like a very toned down Biggie to me. Right. Like, if you were to take Biggie at, basically, I'm saying, if Biggie were to grow up and be an old man, it would be E-40. <laughs> but, um, I mean, the last the last few songs of the album don't really stick out to me, really. I mean, I mean, you know, um, Let the Beat Drop, What If, and Revolution, all good songs, but not really enough to kind of stick around, like side or not side piece affiliated my cars or any yeah yeah, especially legend exactly they're okay tracks yeah and they're they are essentially ender tracks where when you think about an album you're like oh it starts off strong the middle strong and then the album just kind of closes all together and that's exactly how this song would go right that yeah or the the album would go okay all right so well I'll give you I'll give you my thoughts and then we'll kind of get into where we disagree. So, Legend, I do want to start there too. Uh, starting at the top, man, this is by far and away the favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly hard. Uh, he is really on his OG shit, and that is a common thing in this album. Uh, but he is really on this. The whole song, Legend. Look it up. I promise you. You just play the first track, and I promise you, it will entice you to listen to the rest of the album. Definitely. You said you said it did the same thing with you. Yeah, like, I listened to it, and I was like, "All right, hold on, hold on. Who am I listening to here? First of all, second of all, how can I listen to more of him? And third of all, who can I tell that will be like, yes, please let me listen to more? You know? Right. Like, I mean, it was it was so cool too. And this is a thing I'll get into overall thoughts on the album at the end, but uh. He really did evolve on this project, but I'll, I'll, I'll save that for a little later. So on this one, it's it's a very modern trap heavy beat uh, called Let, and the song's called Legend. Uh, he's really on his OG shit on this track. He's talking, he's taking shots, he's going, he's talking about how an OG he was. He's like been around the world with Pac. Don't compare another rapper to me. I made twenty mil, uh, twenty mil twenty years ago, cause you was like seven. And for those of you that don't know, Drake is twenty eight. So, and the song is called Legend, and Drake has a song called Legend. That is definitely 100% a shot at Drake. You can ask anybody, uh, even Rob Markman, shout out to Rob Markman, he's a great hip-hop dude, he's probably one of the greatest hip-hop journalists ever. Go follow him on his Twitter. He works for MTV and Sway in the Morning. He's a great, great, knowledgeable person when it comes to rap. And even he was talking about how, yeah, that's a, that's a shot at Drake. So, um... Yeah, he's really he's really taking he's really flexing hard on this track. You oh, know, yeah. talking about beating murder that was the case. You know, mm-hmm. uh, talking about you know all the all these crazy things that ha- and just how he's really established and he's like you you're gonna respect it. He's like you don't have to like it, but you're gonna respect yeah, it. Like absolutely, it was it's a really hard track. You gotta everyone has to listen to it. Every hip hop fan will like it, whether you like Snoop or not. Like it will. It, it is a really, really good track. And to me, it is probably it is probably a, one of his most iconic tracks. Like to me, I, I don't think I don't think I can overstate it enough how important this track is. Like this track is literally his because before he's never really had songs where he talks about 
how he's a legend and he's done it before but he's never done it to like this intensity this like level like just the amount of like passion and like emotion he had in the song is really Mm -hmm. compelling and i think it's really like this is a song you can look at and say okay like whether you like him or not like this cements his legacy I mean, he was already cemented, but this is really the the song, the one song you can look at that really crystallizes and cements his legacy as an all time great. So I love I love that track. Uh, but let's let's get into the rest of the album. So then after that, it goes into Ten Toes Down, which is a very good West Coast type beat. Uh, very, Snoop's very good on it. Don't Stop with Too Short is is a very nice sample, and Too Short's actually good in this. I'm not the biggest fan of Too Short, but I liked him in this song. Super Crip was great. You you talked about that a little, so I won't go into that too much. Uh, Kool Aid Man was Kool Aid Man was another good track, but those first four tracks to me are the strongest point of the album. Like if you're just going chronologically, that would that's probably the strongest uh, four track section of this of this album. Uh, it, it starts off very strong. It starts off very West Coast, and then with Kool Aid Man. And let me see them up and point uh, point scene money gone. These next couple of tracks are kind of are are kind of he kind of steps away from the West Coast sound, which I wasn't a fan of. Uh, you get to my cards, which is track nine, not one of my favorites. I it's probably it's probably my least favorite on the album, oh, just because it just because of the chorus. Like you said, the chorus yeah. is too long and dragged out. Uh, the beat is good though. I will admit. The production on this album, and shout out, you have to shout out to Snoop Dogg because he did executive produce this album, and uh, a lot of the songs he, he produced himself, uh, and had he actually had very little outside help when it comes to when it comes to production, other than Swizz Beats was a was a huge contributor as well. But for the most part, it was Snoop producing and executive producing this entire project. Uh, two or more, we talked about this one a little bit before the podcast, and I think you talked about it. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Two or more was a great track affiliated with Trick Trick, uh, the OG, and for those of you that don't know, that is the gatekeeper of hip hop in Detroit. You know, you can't you can't get up through uh, you can't get up in Detroit without without going through Trick Trick. He's like the certified OG of Detroit. Uh, um, he's heavily affiliated. His probably most famous song for those of you that don't know and want to know is uh, "Welcome to Detroit City" with Eminem. That's that's who that is. That's who the feature is in that song. Uh, but anyways, back to the album. Feel about Snoop was good. Light it up. You said was you kind of said it's kind of like a B.O.B. Kanye type match. Yeah, if you listen to it, man, that the beat and the lyrics, it just makes you feel like you're listening to some old like two thousand what what like two thousand yeah like eight to ten yeah like, yeah like, just some nice like hip hop like kind of just a nice flow to it you it kind of I mean? does sound like which is funny because it's called light it up it kind of does sound like it kind of has that feel of lighters with bruno mars yes and, and uh bad meets evil yeah that too yeah so um i like that song uh I, i'm a huge fan of that song that's probably one of my favorites now side piece might be my is probably my second favorite and it's funny because i feel like if you listen to it this is one of those songs where on the first listen to you're not really a fan of but i love the hook um, I love Snoop in this song. It's it's really telling a story about obviously you know his his side bitch. You know he's he's saying about he's having fights with his with his girl or whatever, and then he comes through to his side chicks, and it's just really good. The vocals are really good. I don't know who uh, I don't know the woman that sings on the hook, but she's great. She doesn't have a feature credit, but 
but she has a songwriting credit or not a songwriting credit but a, a background vocal credit so um, I, I have to find out who that is but um Kush-Ups again with Wiz Khalifa the, the typical you know weed song with yeah. Wiz Snoop song it it kind of I'm not a huge fan of Wiz so I'm not like the greatest uh, the biggest fan of that song but it's still a good song Double Tap again I think I'll skip it just because of E40 <laughs> uh, um, Got Those was good Let the Beat Drop what if and revolution were kind of like you said a nice kind of closeout, but I don't feel. But I also feel like they were arguably some of the weaker tracks on the on the album. Uh, so that's kind of like my overall thoughts. We really, for the most part, I mean, we kind of we we agree on a lot of things, and I think that you'll agree with this too. To me, uh, that I I think there's a lot of good tracks, and. I think there's a lot of okay tracks, but I don't think there's many bad tracks. No, like you said, the only bad track that you could classify would be um, My Cars. My Cars, yeah. yeah. And that's just because of the drawn-out chorus. and mm-hmm. it. Nobody likes a drawn-out chorus, plain mm-hmm. and simple. You listen to a song, and the first thing that you notice is how many times the chorus goes over. Yeah. And then the second thing you notice is... The verses. Yeah. The verses. Well, the first thing you notice is the beats, and then it's the chorus. Yeah. And then it's obviously the the main lyrics, and then last it's what their lyrics are trying to say. Mm-hmm. And so for the, the chorus to be overplayed or over kind of forced, mm-hmm. it makes you kind of step back from the song. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give say, you much... It, it, it doesn't give you much desire to go back. And, and listen to it more yeah. and more for the lyrics or the the depth behind it right i i'm with that yeah i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue you too much over one song whether it's good whether it's bad or, or average yeah I mean, and i mean especially it being the only debatable bad song right on the album yeah i mean i'm i'm with you on that so again uh lots of lots of huge uh hip-hop features swiss beats e40 Wiz, uh twice was on here swiss beats was on here i believe three or four times Jeremiah, uh, Too Short, you know, Trick Trick, all these guys. So it was it was kind of an interesting uh, collaborative. It was kind of an interesting set of features, and it was a twenty track album. So this was like a long. Album. Yeah, especially no interludes, nothing. Yeah, no, no especially. Skits. Well, yeah. Plus his last album, Bush, was only ten. Right. And that album is only maybe like 30, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. forty five. Maybe this is seventy seven minutes. Long. Yeah. So this is. This is like, on one hand, he's like throwing it out there, but on the other hand, you got to think he probably sat down and was like, "This is gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, people are gonna like this, and I right. know it." Yeah, I'm I'm with that. I mean, the album itself is good. Uh, let's let's kind of get actually let's kind of get into overall thoughts. Um, so go ahead and hit me with your overall thoughts first of all, and and uh, then and then I'll give you my overall thoughts, and then we'll give you we'll give our grades and wrap it up. So. Okay. Um. Yeah. The, the features, I thought, were good. Like I said, um, they were kind of like a, look, we are OGs. You respect us. We'll respect you. Like, mm-hmm. don't be an ass. We won't be an ass type of right. thing. Um, when it comes to Legend, you, just, you really can't talk about the album unless you talk about Legend. Um, he has never really pushed himself in the rap game. I mean, he made Blue Carpet Treatment, which was like, look, I'm an OG for the Crips. You respect me if you're a Crip. You respect me if you're blood. Like, you respect me if you're in a gang, because I'm an OG. Yeah. And I feel like this album 
or at it's least the legend. music. Yeah. yeah, it's like him saying, "Look, you respect me as a rapper. You respect mm-hmm. me as a hip hop artist. I am an OG." Basically, mm-hmm. how who was that Kanye that shouted out at Wiz, who said like, "I am your OG." Oh you yeah. Respect me as yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like this is like a mini shout out. This is like snippets, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like, music, yeah, yeah, he's defending Wiz in a way, and he's yeah. like, "Look, I am the OG, right. and you will respect me as such." <laughs> no, um, but I mean, he's never really gone out to say like, "I'm an OG in the rap game," and I know, like, he knows that now. Mm-hmm. Like, he is a hundred percent. This is his fourteenth album. Yeah. I am an OG type of. Like thing going on yeah, here. He said it, but he's never really flexed it, and I feel like that's the difference. Oh, is like yeah. this time he's like aggressive and flexing it. He's and pushing like, it on you. And yeah. Like, yeah, and lyrically, I think uh, I I think I think you'll agree with this too. This might be one of his best albums, just like in terms of lyricism. Like, oh he yeah, is, especially he, for him to not yeah. like come from ghostwriting and to right. say like I'm an OG, I don't need ghostwriting. I can executive produce. And I can put right, old like ass dudes on my yeah. album, and you guys will still listen to it, and it'll be one of the greatest. Right. So. No, I'm with that. So let me let me pull up some of my overall thoughts. Um, so some of my takeaways were, yeah, you talked about the features. Okay, so I get the features. Um, I don't think that a lot of them. I think a lot of them were okay. I don't think many of them enhanced the uh, enhanced song. Like I think too short. I think too short was take it or leave it. He was good, but he wasn't he wasn't great. True. And he wasn't bad either, uh, and then then you have the Jerem the Jeremiah feature, which I think did enhance uh, did enhance that song. But I feel like some of the features didn't really enhance the the song, and they made it either better or worse. Wiz Wiz and and Snoop those were those guys worked good together. That's so just those, a classic those were some team, good, yeah. yeah. Um, the E forty the E forty feature, I don't think it I I think it hurt the song. I don't think it helped it. Um, and you know, so I'm I'm not a fan of some of the features and. Yo, how the fuck did we not get a Dr. Dre Cube or even like like some of the OGs like maybe even Game or or another he West Coast? He always like, has the game. Yeah, like he didn't have the game yeah. at all, which was surprising. Or how come we didn't have any of the new school uh, cut cats? Which I think you can tell now by looking at the album that he wanted to stick with the OGs. Yeah, but, that's uh, what I'm saying. Right, but um, yeah, just think about that. Like, man, there were a lot of beats that like. Dre or Cube could have got in. I don't know if Cube could have. He his style didn't really fit a no, lot. No, he's these more beats. of like yeah. a old school, like yeah. hardcore. He goes in and then he just kind of you know falls off for what yeah. four or five years. Yeah, but, but like I feel like I feel like Dre, uh, Dre should have been involved more. And I I feel like another thing that he he I feel like he kind of not really. I don't want to say abandoned because that sounds too harsh for a word. But there were times in the album where he did like step away from the west coast sound no which, absolutely he did which was something i wasn't happy about i mean me for for those of you that have listened to a podcast by me before you know that i'm a huge west coast fan like i love the sound of west coast music and i'm just surprised that snoop of all people was the guy he who is, kind yeah. of stepped stepped away from it rather <laughs> and but but i do think it was kind of in good taste because he he really showed on this album that not only is he an OG, but he showed that he can evolve with the times because all of these beats were very modern, right? Like oh, they absolutely. Weren't, there was of, like a hint of old school, yeah. But as soon as you heard it and recognized it, bam, it was gone. It was back to like yeah. new age. 
Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him throw in. He threw in a little bit of G-Funk sound, a little bit scattered but, yeah, throughout. But, but not I, I would have liked to have seen it more. But I think, again, I think the point of it is that he's trying to show that he's evolved as a rapper. Yeah, no matter what, he can adjust yeah. to the scene yeah, and, and to the do times, just yeah. as well as everybody else is doing. Right, so so I like that. I get that. Those are just things that I would have preferred. Um, I would have... But then again, maybe maybe this is for the better because a lot of times when you see an old rapper try and rap like their old self, trying it, to it keep doesn't it work. That, yeah. They just kind of drag themselves out. Right, and they drag themselves down. You know, Eminem had that problem. Uh, but but again, I think I think the features were okay. I, I felt like I felt like the production was was very good overall. I think if you just listen to this. Every beat is good. Even the song I didn't like, My Cards, I love the beat. Yeah. So it's like n- no song has any bad production on it. It's just, if anything, it's the lyrics that are a little uninspiring. Yeah. And I like that Snoop got back on his storytelling because I feel like that's an underrated quality. In a, Especially for rappers. Yeah. And, and I think it's under, underrated for Snoop, too. Like, I don't think Snoop gets credit as a good storyteller. Like, a lot of people don't think of Snoop as a storyteller. Yeah, they just think of him as... as like, this chill rapper. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But, but, I mean, even you were saying, like, Blank Face didn't really have any cut scenes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Snoop Dogg, like I said earlier, he always has, like, a little cut scene in the beginning. And if you notice, it's, like, slight but it always turns into his song. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really like about Snoop Dogg is he doesn't necessarily always have a cut scene, but he always throws a bit of a story in there. Yeah, to start and close the album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. That's a, that's a good point that you brought up there. Um, and again, another takeaway of mine is, we, we talked about this, is that I feel like I feel like there's a few tracks that were average, but uh, but when you drop a twenty track album, like it's really hard to be like They're it's really hard to have or, every song yeah. like legend, like you know what I mean. Like, You're gonna have a few hiccups or so, you know, one bad. You know, I I honestly wouldn't have been I I honestly would have been okay if he cut out a couple tracks, like you know, and if just made kind it, of like, shorten 15, it. Yeah. yeah, fifteen, and then I think it would have been stronger. But regardless, like I said, this shows that Snoop has evolved with the time and established himself as an OG. If those of you, if if there were people that ate ever even tried to question oh, in the yeah. first place you're a fool if you tried to question snoop dogg being an og right and like i said legend is one of his most iconic songs and it's a career defining song i feel like mm-hmm. so everyone should at, at the very least check that out but uh i'm i think i'm i think i'm ready to get into ratings so you well, ready one quick thing okay is go ahead on your features i do believe that trick trick was unaffiliated the best feature he could have for that song mm-hmm. because i mean it is talking about how he is still involved with the streets involved with you know yeah. his city his time his gang like everything that he yeah. once was he is still a part of i think and for it to be trick trick like you said the og of detroit like the yeah. gatekeeper you have to go through him i feel like that's kind of snoop saying you have to go through me as well. Like, like you I'm don't the just West ha- Coast gatekeeper. Yeah, like, like, you gotta see me, Dre, Cube, whoever it may be, yeah. to get out there, just like you have to see Trick Trick to go through okay. Detroit. I like that, but I do think, you know, who would have been another good one for Affiliated, one who's in, who's basically an OG now, and he's and very gang-affiliated. The, the game. Gang. Or yeah. the game, yeah. Yeah, the game. Absolutely. He would have been... He would have been 
Oh man, I love the game. L- lately, I've been listening to him a lot more. Documentary two is amazing. And two point five. Yeah, well, yeah. And to go back and listen to him on Snoop Dogg's "The Blue Carpet Treatment," Gang mm-hmm. Bang One Hundred One. Yep. I mean, there it is. Right. Talking about gang banging, talking about gang affiliation. So yeah, I I do agree that he would have been a great feature as well but like i said i feel like he's just kind of saying like he's tr- he's trying to mix it up a little bit and just kind of say like look these are still people these mm-hmm. are ogs respect them respect me yeah and the game i mean he did just release 2.5 well not just release it but i mean yeah i mean less enough, than a year yeah. yeah recent enough to where people still are talking about it decent enough to where you yeah. know he trick, is trick hasn't still. like dropped anything in, yeah in a long time I so feel yeah like. yeah all right, so you ready to give an oh, overall yeah. grade? I'm ready. All right, go ahead. Give me your overall grade of the album. Well, like I said earlier, you know me. I like the order, but just as much I like hearing it in shuffle play. So mm-hmm. if I can shuffle it and listen to each one of those songs without having to skip it, that's a great album. Right. If I can listen to this album, not shuffle, but full on just start to finish, that's a great album. Mm-hmm. Legend starts us off strong. Great middle and... I mean, for a closure, great closure. Okay. So, overall, with the features, with the message, with the style, with the beats, with the lyrics not being ghostwritten, I'd give it a solid 8.5. Okay. Okay, that's that's respectable. Um, again, for those of you that follow me, know that my, my grain scale is just a little bit uh, tougher. Well, actually, probably a lot tougher. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I loved a lot of tracks, though, on here, like, like just counting them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I liked ten of the twelve songs like I loved, and those are songs that will crack my playlist for best of twenty sixteen probably. Mm-hmm. Like those will be in there. Uh there's a good chance that most of those will be in my top one hundred songs of twenty sixteen, a playlist I'm currently working on. Uh so it has a lot of good moments and it has and it doesn't really have any bad moments bad other moments. than my car. Like yeah. my cars is the only song I don't like. That's probably the only song I'd skip. There's some of them I'd skip if I'm not in the mood, but for the most part, if I'm just chilling and I I can throw this album on and listen to it front to back, mm-hmm. I like it. So I do like it, and I think our views are along the same line. I just grade harder because to me, to me, a six is a good album. A, a seven is a really good album and probably one of the best. It's probably going to be a good top ten release of the of that of that year. It's released. 7.5 is when you're getting into really good probably top five category eight is probably eight is like a questionable is it a classic album 8.5 is a probably classic and then nine to me is a for sure classic and i i don't think i'm never given anything above a nine before so i'm not getting into that territory and i do want to set the record straight that the chance review when i gave it a nine i was grading it on the scale of a mixtape not an album so a chance nine is because that's probably one of the greatest mixtapes I've ever heard oh, in my yeah. life. Uh, but anyways, back to this album. Just so, just so that you guys kind of have an idea of where my head is at. To me, it's a seven because it, again, it's a good album and it's probably going to be looked at as one of the top ten releases of the year. Mm-hmm. I did my top five and I mentioned that it was almost on there in that podcast. Uh, my top five of the year. So it was. It's probably right now sitting at like number seven or eight which means it's probably got a good chance of sticking and staying around in the top 10 for the year it'll linger in like the nine or ten it it definitely won't be easy to easy to lose yeah it won't be exactly it won't be easy to pass so to me it's a seven out of ten 
and this is this is uh this is Mac. This has been great. Let's oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I plan on being back. Uh, keep your heads up for me, ladies and gentlemen. I will be back, so don't worry. Get these views up for Chris. You know I need them. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I do need them, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. Shout-outs to uh, myself, my family. Shout-out uh, shout to my promotion. You know what it is. Yep. Head lifeguard out here speaking on the mic. Um, the Don of SCS lifeguards. The Don. <laughs> um, another shout out, average man. You don't know him, you never will. Um, another shout out, Will Wade. Pew 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 pew. Will Wade, and, the beat uh, god. The beat god, and of course, shout out to Will Wade actually because he is. Uh, he made the beat for my the introduction and closing beat for my basketball podcast, and he's working on getting me the hip hop. The hip hop yeah, beat. Yeah, that's awesome. So. I am pressing Round him for that. Yeah, and uh, don't worry, he's going to be back soon. We got something planned, and I don't know. I'm recording it relatively soon. I don't know when I'm going to release it, but just know you're going to be hearing some Will Wade back on the pod in the future. Yeah, he hasn't told me, so it's hush hush. You know, he he probably won't tell me either. I'll He'll tell you after the podcast. Oh, okay, I got I just, it. I don't worry, guys. I just I'll can't tweet let it my out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll leak the information. <laughs> I'll leak it through myself. Um, another shout out, final one. John Smith, hit him up, listen to his songs. An artist on the rise. Artist on the rise, you know, on yep. the rocks, dirty and cold. Yep, you'll see him. You'll see him back in a podcast too, relatively soon. He was uh, John Smith is also Colin Popa, and he is uh, he's on my podcast. We did we did the best labels. That was one of my first hip hop podcasts. Yeah. That was like episode that was good, three. That was a good podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm gl- I'm glad that. I'm glad that at least one of them I put out was good. Yeah. Well, no, too, because the one you were on was, well, of course, obviously the, was one of course was the best on. one yeah. I've ever done, right? Yeah. Finally, guys, if you don't listen to Snoop Dogg, listen to Snoop Dogg. He's got, I mean, for God's sake, the man has 14 albums you can listen to. Start off with Doggy Style. You'll fall in love right away. And if you don't, go to Blue Carpet. If that doesn't work for you, then you should just never listen to hip-hop again. past 2000 ever again in your lifetime like you can't listen to mwa you can't listen to anybody else if you don't like snoop dogg All and right? you'll never be respected yeah i will never respect you the average man will spit on you just kidding that's that's really trashy don't don't yeah. believe that don't, don't moral of the story and lesson of the podcast do not spit on people yeah and listen to snoop dogg and listen to snoop dogg as well um but yeah so guys you can find me on my twitter at crispy eleven thirty two, that's C H R I S P Y eleven thirty two. I will there have a link to my Podbean and my iTunes, whatever is easier for you. Uh, please subscribe, rate, leave a review. All that stuff really helps. That's what the that's what the companies see, and that's what helps me get sponsors and promotion, and helps me get money. So um, <laughs> please do that, and uh, please just continue to share. And also, if you want to ask me any questions, I'll be glad to talk to you about them and also i can even answer them on the air and so if you got ideas yeah so yes if you send me great ideas great questions for podcasts i will definitely do podcasts on them and i also do basketball podcasts on the nba so send me questions on hip-hop or nba and i will gladly at, at the very least i will respond and i will probably especially if you say you want it on the show and you want it to air on the show i will promise you that i will air it on the show because Right now, I don't have enough fans to do that, but okay. if you guys do that, the next I will podcast do that. I'm on, I'm making a promise right now. Follow me on Twitter. 
Mac Attack 051, M A C A T T A C K 051. Tweet me, message me. If you ask me a question to answer on the show, I will answer it the next time on Chris Piety's podcast. And that is a guarantee well, if he allows me to. But um, that is a guarantee. I have guys, to, right? You're yeah. my boss. Oh, absolutely, guys. All right. Never mind. Forget what I just said. Ask me questions. I will answer them on his podcast, no matter what he says. Even if he starts to interrupt me, I will cut him off, and I will continue to answer your questions on the podcast. So, like I said, M-A-C-A-T-T-A-C-K, 051, Mac Attack, hashtag blessed, blessing up, blessing down, blessing left and right. And put that on half speed if that went too fast for you. <laughs> but, uh, no, you guys can find me on my Twitter again. That's crispy1132. C-H-R-I-S-P-Y-1132, and the DMs are always open. Oh, slide through. Slide through. Chris, uh, thanks again for having me. All right, no problem, guys. This is one of my first album reviews. This is Kool-Aid. This is by Snoop Dogg. Again, this is his 14th album. Check it out. Let us know what you think, if you think our ratings were too low or too high. And thank you guys for tuning into the podcast.